Welcome back, everybody, to a very, very, very special episode of The Spectators. We got the playoffs. Playoffs is starting tomorrow night with the play-in tournament. I'm Brooklyn. I'm here with the birthday boy. Who's that? Waifu Jew. Julian the Cut. J-Crush 4. And every other alias. Welcome, brother. (laughs) Happy birthday, to my dog, Julian. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. What's poppin', Jew? Thank you, brother. All the aliases in the world. <laughs> All the aliases in the yes, world. Sir. Another good, another year. We're 24 now. Uh, happy to be spending it. Kobe year, yeah, baby. Kobe year. RP. Happy Hall of Fame. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and we, we got a lot of basketball to talk about today. We got the regular season ended yesterday. A lot of important games happened. Everything. All the seating is now figured out. And we got it set in stone, yeah, we baby. We'll talk about it. You got the matchup starting on Tuesday. So we got one day off today to reset, focus up, do your research, get those bets in. And uh, I'm ready for tomorrow. I'm hyped. Oh, man. I'm ready for this whole month. It's playoff time, baby. I know both of us got our teams up there in the standings, mm. too. We hot. We hot, baby. Who would have thought? thought? Knicks and Nets, two and four. Seed. Actually, insane. <laughs> I like actually nuts. Like it. <laughs> it just doesn't no, make not sense. Even a bit. It doesn't feel it doesn't real. Even, not even a little bit. Somebody needs to wake us up. Yeah. So, like you said, Knicks and Nets, the two seed and the four seed. Uh, New York is loving everything about it. Like just basketball is great in New York again, which is great for the sport. As we've as we've oh, kind of seen players kind of indicate we saw like lebron and a couple other guys say like yeah when the knicks are good the sport is better it's hard to disagree with that honestly yeah and we've spoke about it before knicks celtics lakers when when they're good it's just you you need it it's good for the soul it's good for the good soul for the soul but before we get to those teams we're going to talk the play in tournament Brooke, you want to explain how this playoff tournament's working before we get into it it's it's a lot of nonsense. Well, we'll start it with that. You you got the one through six teams. They they're all locked in. But you get the the seven through ten that are fighting for their life. They are fighting for their life. So the seven and eight seed, they play each other. The winner of that is the seven seed, right? The loser of that goes on to play a second game. To play the winner of the 9 and 10 seed. So then the winner of that game between the uh, loser of the 7-8 and the winner of the 9-10 will be the 8 seed. Think think loser's bracket. Think loser's bracket. If you win the 7-8 game, you're in. You get the pleasure of playing the New York York Jersey Brooklyn Nets. All three of those. Sir, relax. You get that that on (laughs) or... I don't even know the Suns or, or yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, or, or or the Suns. So that's lovely. Happy, happy the, for the you. Scottsdale Suns. Scottsdale Suns, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Southwest American Suns. <laughs> um, yeah. So you you get the honor of playing the two seed if you do win that game, and if you lose, you play the winner of that eight or that nine ten matchup, which. Kind of interesting that they bring in the 9 and 10 seeds. It gives a reason for these teams to kind of play late in the year. Mm-hmm. And these games matter. And this year it really worked out because all those teams from 
8 to 10, we're all really bunched up. They're all half game, one game between each other. So it's mm-hmm. nice that an injury for one game didn't knock you out of the season. It's exactly. kind of cool. And we get to see these teams that are, in theory, similarly matched up in terms of talent play each other. Like the Spurs and Memphis, that's going to be a good game. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Charlotte and uh, the Pacers, that's going to be interesting. And then we, we got some we got a spicy one, too, that we're we going to Absolutely. Save. Gonna Let's save. talk about that Charlotte Pacers one. That's the very first one on Tuesday. It's going to be at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Indiana is the mm-hmm. home team, and that is that's our um, 10, 9-10 matchup. So the loser of this yes. is out. They're gone. They're gone. gone this like is a winner-go-home situation. And I really – I typically like the Pacers because I, I usually like the guys they have over there and – all of that type of stuff, but this year was just not really it. They're, they got in a new coach. It just did not work out. The players clearly don't like playing for him. This team should have been a lot better than they are. Instead, they're a, they're a nine seed. Yeah. And I really just don't like them to, to play Charlotte, who is a really not high-end talent team, but they have a lot of depth at a lot of positions, especially the guard position. They have a lot of really good guys there that can shoot the ball, score when they're hot. And I really like them in a game like this where it just takes two of those guys to pop off, whether it's P.J. Washington or Devontae Graham or Terry Rozier or LaMelo even. No, or LaMelo, baby. Having LaMelo back post a wrist injury. Yeah, and... You know, Lamelo. It's a big. Lamelo probably would have been rookie of the year had the injury not happened. He still might be. He still. Uh, might be. I'd probably give it to Edwards just for the fact that he played all year, and he's been also really, really good. But I mean, he's Lamelo's been great. He helped Charlotte be a lot better than they probably should have been this year. Even though I think they thought they'd be about where they are, maybe a little bit better. They went out and got Gordon Hayward. They clearly thought they were in, in a win type of mode. And they have an opportunity yeah. to do that. They, at best, if they win this and win their next game, they will be the eight seed. So they do have that opportunity to go out and uh, make it in the playoffs and play and play Philly. <laughs> and lose in the first round. Get swept round, in the first round, probably. You want, yeah. you, want you, you want to make it to the playoffs. That's yep. it, baby. That's, that's the that really it. funny thing about the play-in, though. In no other sport is the one to lowest seed discrepancy as big as it is in the NBA already. And now there's a potential for the 10 seed to play the one seed. Where the one versus eight seed was already just an unfair matchup to begin with. Yeah, now it's the one versus 10. (laughs) Not not great. Not great. But it gives gives that 10 an opportunity to get hot because now they got to win two important games. And it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? You, you play these two intense games, you get hot, and you're feeling yourself. But it's also two really high-intensity games that you have to win. And now you get to go against the best teams, so now you're tired for it. Yeah, and we saw that last year in the bubble play-in tournament, where I believe it was the Trailblazers, and they were just gassed by the time they ended up having to play 
playoff. Yeah, games. and that that was partly because like the regular season ended, and then the very next day was the bubble game, and then the very next day they had the Lakers. So that was just a really poor scheduling error. Yeah. But it's in the same vein. Like you're you're just putting a lot of high intensity games one after another, and it could either help if you if you keep that fire rolling, or it could very very much so hurt. And I feel like with the Hornets, they got a decently young team. So if anybody could strive off that, it's these young guys. Yeah, you're definitely right. And yeah, they are a young team outside of like Gordon Hayward. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty exciting team, especially with you know even like even the like guys you don't expect a whole lot from. Um, Malik Monk's had a decent year. Uh, Miles Bridges is maybe the most electric dunker in the league. Oh my god, bro! Him and Lamelo are just yeah. Insane. So they're they're definitely a fun team to watch, and they are young. I don't know how high their ceiling is, but I do I do like this team. Yeah, I, I've been high on the Hornets for a little minute now, mostly because of Lamelo, <laughs> but it is what it is. It is what it is. So I'm taking Charlotte in that, and so yeah. they will be playing the loser of this Washington Boston game, and I think we all know who I'm going with in this one. Uh, Washington has really, really turned it around after starting this year playing like a bunch of idiots. Um, they do have the second leading scorer in the NBA, Bradley Beal, who did lose the scoring title to Steph Curry uh, by, I think, 0.7 points per game. Yikes. Uh, Bradley's been really, really good this year. And then at the whole second half of this year, Russell Westbrook has just been on an absolute tear. Uh, he still isn't shooting the ball great. He's definitely gotten it a little bit better, but he has been an all-world athlete this year, as we've known him to be his whole career. And a big salute to Westbrook for breaking the triple-double record. Yeah, he is now Mr. Triple-Double, which we've already known him to be that, but he is officially the best to ever triple-double. Passing Oscar Robinson. 187. That's crazy. It's nuts, And he's still got a lot more to give us, so. Uh, he'll probably give us one in this game, honestly. And you would imagine, you know. because if he doesn't, then the the Russ slander continues. That he just does it all in the regular season, and then when it matters, it doesn't it doesn't show up. And I don't want that to be yeah. the case. I want him to be able to come up in big situations and big games. Because Russ is a dope player. There's no argument with that. He He's one of the game's best, talent-wise. Like, what this guy does on the court is second to none. Like, it's ridiculous. No, you're absolutely right. I, I do think it is a little bit of a tough matchup. Boston was fully rested. They they didn't play on Friday, or on sun, or Saturday. They sat everybody on Sunday versus the Knicks. So, I don't know if that's going to... Help or not, we don't know if Jalen Brown's going to be playing in this game. He's been hurt towards the end of the season uh, with an ankle issue. I think he's actually not going to be in, right? Because then there was, like, a wrist issue after. Yeah, He's, he's gone. gone. Yeah, so no Jalen Brown makes this way more interesting, too. Jason Tatum's had a really good year. But the Celtics have not looked like a team that you're scared of. And when you're rolling no, like Washington at was at the end of this year, I, I really like that. And I like the two stars that they have to kind of boost them over the edge. Absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with you. Cool. So I, I got I got no argument on that. Washington <laughs> winning. They're going to be the seven seed, taking on the Nets. 
Uh, that'll be a cool little Thunder reunion, too. We got Westbrook yeah. versus uh, Harden and KD. Yeah, man, that that's going to be sick. So if, that, if that does happen, it, cool. It's really funny that no matter what 7-8 seed wins, there's a storyline to play the Nets. You either got Boston with the whole come full circle with the Nets, putting them through trauma, unimaginable. <laughs> and then you got Washington with the... With the reunion. It's true. So it, it's cool. It's cool. Yep. And then so then you so, get Boston versus Charlotte, according to us. I like Charlotte in that one too. I just think Boston just hasn't had it towards the end of this year. The injury to Jalen Brown really, really hurts. And Charlotte's fun. Charlotte's fun. As much as I do like Charlotte and I want them to win, I feel like if it gets to that point, Jalen I'm mean Jalen. Jason Tatum just won't allow that will have yeah. a monster. We'll have a monster game and pull it I'm not out. mad at that either. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go Boston winning that uh, Charlotte game. Okay. Yeah, I, I, now, I don't like it. I don't like no, it. I can get but, down to that. Uh, we're sliding over yeah. to Wednesday now. Wednesday is when they got the Western teams going. We got our 9 versus 10 matchup. The San Antonio Spurs versus the Memphis Grizzlies. This is a really interesting matchup just because, like, San Antonio seemed to be dead all year. And then kind of very, very sneakily kind of snuck into this playoff conversation. And Memphis is like that young upstart team that hasn't quite put it all together yet either. So these are two really interesting teams. I think Memphis has a bright future if they can get one more star over there. And I feel like San Antonio is kind of on the way out still. Yeah, it's hard to really say what's going on with San Antonio. They have some vet, the yeah, they have some vets over there. The Mars had a really good year. DeMar has had a Which really good year. Which we haven't nobody's really talked it's, about it's really having a good see. year, but he's been really good. Because again, everybody's kind of just been writing San Antonio off. Like you never really look twice at them. It's true, but here they are. So. Ten seed. Here they are. Here they are in the play in tournament. They have an opportunity to sneak in um, I do think it's going to end right here, though. Uh, Memphis is kind of just too young. John Morant's going to kind of propel this this win. Um, he's Jaw is just incredible, honestly. Yeah, there's no question about that. And I'm really, really glad that the injuries that he has had this year haven't been too bad. And that he's been able to play majority of the season, and especially now be able to play in the playing uh, mm-hmm. games. It's really dope. Yeah, it's really fun to watch this guy play. We love Ja around these streets. I like oh, Memphis in this. I, I really do. Again, I, I do think they're like a star away. But Yo, however they get that star, see what happens. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> time will time, time will tell. tell. And then we, if if you take a couple minutes off, you remember we said we got something spicy for you. Go, go ahead, go ahead, let them let them get a little sizzle of this. Yeah, so we got the the rekindling of the age old rivalry of LeBron James and Steph Curry, which the strangest rivalry in sports since they're in, they've been in different leagues their whole careers and they've only ever really had important games in the finals. But when you you match up that many times in a row in the finals, uh, you'll you'll get it considered to be a rivalry. 
The Lakers versus yeah. the Golden State Warriors. It was supposed to be a down year for the Warriors, and still kind of was. No Clay Thompson. KD is gone. They're figuring it out. They got a whole new crew over there with Bazemore and Wiseman and Wiggins and Kelly Oubre. Like, they're trying to figure out what was going on over there. They wound up piecing it together a little bit, mostly off the strength of maybe Steph Curry's best career season ever. Uh, he wins the scoring title. And he has just been really, really good this year. Uh, if the Warriors were a little bit better, he'd probably be an MVP candidate. And honestly, he still might be an MVP Yeah, he still might be a top right three kind of guy. He's not going to win it. Be- because what he's doing this year, putting up the oh, numbers, putting up the type of games that he's having, it's sh- it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous, bro, especially with this type of team. Yeah, and, and the only reason that he's not going to win it is we've seen in the past guys that have gone off like this on bad teams just not given the benefit of the doubt. And especially when you have other guys like Jokic, like Embiid, who have really, really shown out this year. Yeah. On Un- unless they teams. just want to be weird and not give the Nuggets one and hate Jokic. He, fe- he feels like a lock Man. at this point, right? I have him as a lock, but I mean, weirder things, things have happened. Have certainly happened. But yeah, so we got so. Steph, who's again, having maybe his best season ever, absolutely fully carrying the Golden State Warriors of San Francisco. And we have a really, really strange L.A. reigning champs team that coming into the season, I don't think anybody had any questions because they got better this offseason, which is crazy because they were really, really dominant and really good last year. They get better. But injuries have just really set this team apart where Anthony Davis is out for a majority of the season. He finally gets back, but when he gets back, LeBron has been out for a little bit less than half of the season with his worst career injury he's ever had, and it's really just an ankle sprain. Uh, No LeBron, no AD. This team is really, really okay. Which I think is... This team isn't scary at all. No, but I do think it's telling that without those two guys, they were still able to have a top two defense in the league. There's something to be said about that, and you can win games in the playoffs with a really good defense if you get some guys getting hot. Okay. And Anthony Davis is going to be back. He seems to be healthier. He looked better his last couple of games. LeBron came back on Saturday. If We, we can't really tell how healthy LeBron yeah, is yet. But if he is... And he, he's been saying that he's this ankle injury has been really bad. But we don't really know if he's just saying that to scare uh-huh. people or it, or it actually is. We, we hope it's scaring people. Because we love a healthy LeBron. We do love a healthy LeBron. That's uh, going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think if LeBron and AD are healthy, this is going to be not quite as good of a game as we would hope. But if there's something mm-hmm. there, and they're not 100%, and Steph early on looks like this could be one of those all-time Steph games, which it seems like he's had every week this year. Uh, watch out. And there's a reason... I'm sticking with my uh, hot take. You got the Warriors? I'm sticking with Steph is just going to go absolutely bananas and just drop like 50, 60 points tonight. I I mean, tomorrow. I I really feel like it's... Or Wednesday. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I want the playoffs. I need it now. (laughs) Give it to me now. 
playoffs. <laughs> no, I, I but, hear uh, you. Yeah, I feel like he's going to go I think off. he's going to go off, too. I just don't think it's going to be enough. Uh, I think the Lakers are actually going to be okay with Steph going off, and they're just going to really focus in on not letting Andrew Wiggins score 30, not letting all these other guys they have score more than, like, 15. And if they do that, they'll be okay. Um, yeah. But, I mean, this is going to be fun. Again, it's an age-old rivalry matchup between LeBron and Steph that we get in a playoff game or in a play-in tournament, which is amazing. It's also good for me that whoever loses this game is likely going to win the next game anyway. I'll, I'll take either of these teams over San Antonio or Memphis to get that eight seed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And whoever, whichever one of these teams gets in at any point, these have got to be some of the scariest seven and eight seeds we've seen in a long time. Like particularly the Lakers. Like if the Lakers are healthy, they're the best team in the West. Yeah. So so if you're the Suns, that is a tough matchup that you finally have a great year. You're going to have the coach of the year. Chris Paul has really turned his franchise around. And here you are getting LeBron in the first round, who has never lost a first round round game in his life. Yeah, you're you're running into two juggernaut franchises that have the the pedigree experience yeah. to make it to happen and run through you, no matter how good you are and how good of a season you've had. Yeah, so shout out to uh, the Nuggets and the Clippers for deciding proactively that they're not going to be a top two seed. <laughs> <laughs> it was a proactive decision, and it was a good decision, I think. Yeah, especially I don't I think. I actually didn't see who was the four seed. Uh, we can do that real quick. Uh, the Clippers are the four seed. Yeah. And I think they, they actually did that on purpose a little bit. Um, the Clippers, if they lost to Memphis on the last day of the year, they were going to be the four seed instead of the three. And I, I, I feel them. There's no way that you're going to tell me I'd rather see Dame in the playoffs. Like, I would never want to see Dame in the playoffs. Dame is scary. And so the Clippers get, you know, Luka Doncic and the Mavericks instead, but Luka is obviously a terror. And we get a bubble rematch from last year, but the Clippers and uh, the Mavs. Yeah, and that, obviously that's, that series uh, was, was fun. Luka hitting the buzzer beater and... But I like I like the Clippers in that type of matchup. It's a lot less scary than facing Dame. I'll tell you what. Yeah. So you're seeing like the Absolutely. puzzle pieces kind of go to there. So um, we've gone through all the play in tournament games. What are the two, in or the one in each conference that you're looking forward to first round the most? From uh, one from the East, the play in tournament, no, or in general. In general? From each conference, um, I kind of want to see that Milwaukee Miami rematch because right Miami ran through them, and I want to see Giannis bounce back and just give it to them <laughs> to really solidify what he could bring to the table. Is he really that guy? Are you gonna let them punk you like that and then let them do it again the next year? You can't do that, dog. You can't do that. So, I'm hyped for that. And then, I'm hyped for whoever the Suns are playing. Because I want to see what the Suns are going to do in a high-intensity leverage series. 
We've seen what they could do with the eight games in the bubble last year. We've seen what they could do in the regular season this year. It's playoff time, baby. Let's see what you got. Let's see what CP3 can do with this team for real, for real. I hear you. I, I think I agree with both of those matchups. Because this is – the Suns are a little bit ahead of schedule. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody saw they were going to win 51 games this year. Be one game no, one not, game not back in the best record in the NBA. <laughs> not not right? a and chance. In a shortened season, too. So this is this is a bigger 50 wins than a typical season would be. Um. I really, I really want to see that, especially if they play the Lakers. Because if they are able to beat LeBron, that says a lot about what this team is going to be moving forward. Even if they don't win at all this year, which I don't think they will. And then I, I'm right there with you again with the Milwaukee and Miami, because this is a really important year for Giannis and the Bucks, because mm-hmm. the Nets haven't been fully healthy. The Sixers seem to be playing a little bit above or like more towards what they thought they should have been the last couple of years. But you have the back-to-back MVP on your team, and you put more around him to make him stay. Yeah. Sure, Holiday's been really, really good for this team. Chris Middleton's having a career year. Brooke Lopez has been a force, as he's kind of been the last couple of years in Milwaukee. This team is built to win now. And if you have a first-round exit against Miami, there's going to be a lot of deep digging that you're going to have to do looking forward to this to Oh, this absolutely. Team. you got to at least go up against Brooklyn. And I think if they do play Brooklyn, they have a good chance of beating them. I think that's Brooklyn's toughest matchup in the whole playoffs. I really? do. I do. I think their defense is that good. Okay. And they're able to score. Okay. I think they're, what, the highest-scoring team in the league? I believe so. So they're they're able to put up a lot of points, which is the one thing they've kind of been missing all these years. They've always been a good defensive team as long as they've kind of been good. Uh, but now they're scoring a lot. Yeah. And so if they're the, – the only way that you're going to beat the Nets is they're going to keep up with scoring with them, and I think this team can. So. And that's the thing. If all three of the – Three-headed dragons are healthy and balling. It's a tough matchup. Yeah, it's I, it, yeah, with the it's a tough matchup for anybody. Like, you have to be on your game for four dubs. You just have to. Because if, if you don't show up one night, that's it. Because you know somebody on that net team is going to go off for at least 30. Yep. You know that. You just want to hope that you could stop it and keep it to one and not let all three of them do it. Or even two. So, Yeah, so I'm looking at it now. The The Bucks have scored 120 a game this year, which is the highest by at least two points per game. So they got a really good offense over there. But we have seen the Bucks in the playoffs, and their numbers go down a lot. Because people just stop Giannis. Yeah, it's really stop Giannis. The Bucks in the playoffs are a curious case, and that's why I say that this year is really important for him, especially with a really, really tough draw. Like I'm actually kind of surprised they did it the way they did it, where mm-hmm. they played Miami on Saturday. If they lost that game, they would have wind up playing the Hawks, and I think that just would have been so much smarter of a move for them. Yeah, because the Hawks just don't have a good defense they play fast which is like the way that milwaukee wants to play uh yeah you got trey young who i think is going to be really really good in these playoffs 
but they 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 play fully into the strength of the Bucks. Whereas the Heat like to play slow. They have really really good one v one defenders, and they have good perimeter defense as a team. I don't know. It, it seems like they could have kind of strategized this a little better. It really has a. It, it's just a pride thing. No, right? and, I, right. I agree. It, but it's really reminiscent of the the Chicago Bears teams of the past, and I. Oh god. And I've seen them do this like <laughs> a, a handful of times. The Bears love winning the last game of the season when they're already in the playoffs, and and like letting a team in that they shouldn't. I, I don't remember what year it was, but the year that Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl, if the Bears just, like, lost that last game, the Vikings would have made the playoffs instead of the Packers. Instead, they beat the Vikings, let the Packers into the playoffs, played the Packers week one, and lost. <laughs> I've heard this story from Drew so many times, and it, it's it's amazing hearing it every time. It doesn't lose any. <laughs> Well, Any because greatness. it's just like, can we use our brains <laughs> it's just, it's for like two amazing. seconds? Can we just like strategize for like a minute? You know, <laughs> they, they, they don't, don't want, want it, bro. They, they just so want this win. does have very win. Bears vibes. If this series does go deep, because I do think that Miami is probably the toughest matchup for the Bucks of these quote unquote lower seeded Eastern squads. Okay. I can get down with that. Like if you got if you're putting the Celtics against the Bucks, that's a sweep. <laughs> just just chalk that up. That's yeah, a sweep. I don't know. That's a sweep. <laughs> chalk it up. Giannis Giannis is gonna score a hundred. Chalk it up. Who who's gonna stop him? Peyton Pritchard. Honestly. <laughs> Jabari Parker, apparently. <laughs> Old Jabari teammate Jabari Parker. Parker. <laughs> you know? That's it. That's the kryptonite <laughs> right there. He knows all the moves. But yeah, so that that's what I am looking forward to for the playoffs. I think the actual playoffs don't start until Saturday. I believe the 20th. Yeah, so that's Saturday. We don't have a schedule for it yet because they do want to solidify who wins these play-in games. So I mm. imagine we'll have a schedule at 1 a.m. Eastern time on Wednesday, right when that Golden State game ends. And we will be updating you guys on that because we, again, we're looking forward to whoever's that seven seed in the West. Absolutely. that <laughs> That's going to be a fun it's game. It's going to be a really fun game. And, you know, this is going to be a fun playoffs. I think seeing the, a team like the Knicks as a four seed, they have a good chance to win a playoff series, which nobody expected. I also want it to be known. I do this thing every offseason mm-hmm. before the season starts. Mm-hmm. Put money on my favorite okay. team because why not, right? Why not? Why not? If the Knicks win a championship, my ten dollars turns to fifteen hundred dollars. Make that happen, Julius. Hey yo, for no reason at all. <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> love, love. It. Yeah, I'm I'm hyped for that uh, Knicks Hawks series. Uh, Denver Portland should be fun. Yeah, that's too. A, that's another rematch type of series. They seem to play each other every year in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, and it's always a good one. Looking forward to that. No Jamal Murray, so I do want to emphasize that don't sleep on Portland to win that. No Jamal Murray, and this is the first Portland team in the playoffs that's been healthy in a long time. Yeah, man. Is uh, Nurkic back for the playoffs? Should be. Okay. 
Because I, I know towards the end of the season he wasn't uh, playing. But, yeah, that's uh, that's a scary team, especially when you're down a star. And that's a big it's star, a too. We team. saw what he did last year in the playoffs. Now, if Steph manages to pull this off, be the seventh seed, okay. and then he manages to pull it off and beat the Suns, and Dame ends up beating the Nuggets, that Dame-Steph second-round game would be spicy. That's a lot of upsets, and I'm not ready for that mentally. It's a lot. I'm it's not, a ready, lot I'm not of mentally upsets. ready for that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Not that. even a little bit. No. Um, also, I want to put this out there. Don't sleep on the Jazz. The Jazz have been the best team in the league literally all season. Let's not pretend that they're not with, like a really, really good team. Let's, let's just... I, it, it's just tough, because if they run into the Lakers... And the Lakers are healthy. And now LeBron's mad that Curry just put up 80 on his head top. Yeah. I, you're right. But if they don't play the Lakers, if they get the Warriors or Memphis or San Antonio, I'm here for it. Give me that Give me that five-game series. Yeah, give, give me that uh, Jazz Clippers second sure. round. I want to see, see Paul George throw a three off the backboard. Off the side of the backboard to lose a game for game six. <laughs> Pandemic oh, no. P. Oh, no. Don't bring him back. <laughs> Leave him in the bubble. Leave him at Disney. <laughs> Can't have another year like that. I hope not, bro. For, for everybody's sake. But the memes were great. So Memes were fantastic. <laughs> it, it was just nuts. Nobody has more aliases than Jew than... Paul George. It's true. It's true. I have a lot of aliases, but Paul George somehow has more. And we respect that around here. We do. We absolutely do. But that's all we got for you guys today. It's our playoff preview. A little bit. Play-in tournament's going to be this week. We're super excited for the playoffs. Basketball is in full swing. We got at least another two months of just great games. So, every game, or every date is going to be something. So, you might as well just leave that TV on. Leave it on. And then we'll give you a more in-depth playoff update, recap, preview, whatever you want to call it. We're going to give you more next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make sure you stay tuned on that. Go check out our socials at underscore the spectators on IG, Twitter, TikTok. Go hit up YouTube if you're, listen- if you're listening to, that, to this on that. Make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know the drill. Go hit up everything. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Show us some love. We appreciate it. We love it when you guys do all that. And once again, happy birthday to the birthday boy. Big two foe in the building. Shout out. Yes, sir. Everything that he did, make sure you go follow it. Thank you guys again for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa. If anybody's still here, I hope you didn't leave early. We got something cooking for you guys. Be sure to stay tuned on the YouTube. We got a vlog coming out. It's been a while. Stay tuned. Should be dope. We had a lot of fun doing it. We ain't going to give you nothing. Go check out the IG if you want some previews. But, yeah, that's it. That's it. We're gone. We're gone. See you next week. Later.